Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Bidding and Haney, 105.7 The Fed, Total Request Thursday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass, John Harbaugh. Met with the media yesterday talking about various subjects relating to his team, like letting players know they made the team or the practice squad and the joy he gets in that. You have an opportunity to tell guys they made the team, like those two young guys that necessarily, maybe necessarily, I would say they were hoping to, but didn't necessarily expect to, and then they make it. Also, guys who made the practice squad. I mean, there's guys making the practice squad who were just thrilled. That was their goal, and that's their foot in the door. So, yeah, those are really fun. There's a lot of hugs. There's a few tears sometimes. Yeah, I would say that the young guys, you know, especially maybe like a Keaton Mitchell, undrafted free agent, and then you make the team. I mean, you got to be, you know, ecstatic. And and to tell a guy that is is pretty you know awesome too because you know a lot of guys will start crying and stuff you know it's it's pretty fun to to see now on the other you know with a with a veteran guy not really and guys you know who expected to be on the practice squad i think when they go into it a lot of these guys say the josh rosses of the world and the rashad nichols you know they say all right at worst you know i want to be on a practice squad you know and then i can keep developing and have have an opportunity to play. So I think that, you know, and even like a Sam Mustafer, who's a, you know, a veteran, more veteran guy, you know, you know that you can have a role here, you know, the system and do I want to move to another place? Just much easier, you know, and you're on a good team. I think that helps a lot too. And I was, uh, Lee Steinberg was, uh, posting things on Facebook who we've had on the show, of course, Longtime NFL agent, well, sports agent. And he said, This is a tough day because even though we heard John Harbaugh and you, you just mentioned, Vinny, guys getting a good news that their, you know, dream still lives on, over 800 people were fired yeah. essentially from their jobs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a, a fun day because more times than not, Head coach usually wants to talk to every guy. I'm sure Harbs wanted to talk to every guy, and Eric probably did too. You know, and, and it's not tough to tell a guy that, hey, you're done. 
you know, and what are you going to do next? Or I hope you get on with somebody else if you're not going to be on our practice squad kind of thing. So, yeah, it's 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 a difficult day. And for the players, you know, when they come back like the next day after cuts and everybody's gone, I mean, they lost guys that you figure, Bob, a lot of these guys have been here since, uh, what, April? April, May, June, July, August. You know, so, I mean, they've been around these guys for a long time and the coaches and stuff, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, they're gone. Now, practice squad now up to 16, and John Harbaugh talking yesterday out at one winning drive. Loves that. I don't know about the drama part of it, but it's a big advantage to have more practice squad players. It's a great move by the NFL, Bo. You know, more guys get a chance to work. More guys get a chance to develop. More veteran players get a chance to stay and continue to play. You know, and their, their, their number comes up so fast, you know, because, you know, I, I think we try to make sure guys are healthy before they come back. So now the practice where guys are moving up and playing. Just told those guys, you've got to be ready to play on Sunday. Your mindset when you come in on Monday is that you're, you're playing on Sunday. That's how you got to think because it's going to happen like that when it does. So I would say, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. I'm really happy about it. We like coaching guys. It's good to have more guys to coach. Yeah, I mean – it, it always was, I, I think, I, I want to say initially it was five, you know, and, and it all was because Mike Brown. Mike Brown was the biggest pain in the ass because he didn't want to pay. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's uh, owner. He didn't want to pay the guys the extra money. And, you know, by having 16, oh, just think, Bob, because before, you know, like on Tuesdays, how many teams, every team, how many guys would they bring in to work out? You know, like if you got a guy hurt or whatever, you, you might be bringing in five or six guys to work out. You got to fly them in the day before, get them physicals, do all that, and then keep one guy and then fly everybody else back. I mean, it was a pain in the ass. Now you got 16 of them, you know, and you know they're in shape because they've been practicing with you every day. Just elevate them so much better. And in the big picture, probably saves teams money. Now, for the Ravens, the practice squad, Laquan Treadwell, Anthony Brown, Jeremy Lucin, uh, Owen Wright, Ben Mason, Travis Vokalek, Jeremiah Moon, Josh Ross, as you mentioned earlier, Sam Mustafer, Tayshawn Manning, Tykeem Doss, Sean Ryan, wide receiver, Rayshawn Nichols, Melvin Gordon, Daryl Worley. And today it was reported uh, by multiple media outlets that uh, Bravion Roy is going to sign with the Ravens practice squad and doing some intel on him. He was a six-round pick out of Baylor back in 2020 with Carolina, and he was uh, with the Bears this offseason. But when the Ravens played them last year, mm-hmm. Carolina, Ravens win 13-3. Lamar threw one pick. Guess who got the interception? Roy. Bravian Roy. He's a defensive tackle. By the way, Nolan, I don't remember that. I must plead ignorance. I know that game was kind of a snooze fest, you know what I'm saying? Ravens didn't even pull away till late. Scored uh, 10 points in the fourth quarter, but that was a deflected interception, I'm assuming. Right. right? And usually, those are the interceptions you remember when the big guy comes down with it. And, and Your you boy know, D-Rob had nine catches for 128 that game. The, the I thing, don't remember that either. <laughs> the thing about getting a guy like Roy or, or whatever, you know, you got to give George Kokanis and... Vince Newsome, they're the pro guys, you know, and they're the ones that, you know, I'm sure along with some others, evaluating all the guys that got cut. And like I said, they're probably staying up all night long, getting lists together, okay, for 
practice squad or regular squad. And if we lose somebody, what's our hit list? Who are we going after? You know, and uh, good job for them. Spitty and Haney, 105.7 The Fan News from the Nest. John Harbaugh, what's going on with that backup quarterback situation here? I think you'll see that kind of unfold here today, tomorrow, kind of what our plans are going to be. So I'll just kind of leave it to that. But we have thought all that through. You know, uh, obviously, Josh had a heck of a heck of a camp. Uh, played really well uh, all through all through practices. Was outstanding. And then you know the last two games, he was couldn't have been any better. So uh, uh, we we love Josh, and we'll just let it play out here next 24 hours or so. There was a lot of talk about Josh. Yeah. I didn't even hear Huntley's Let, name. <laughs> let's read between the lines. Yeah, if we can. I think they. I think before it's all said and done, Bob, Josh will be two. I think they're really comfortable with him. Because, I, I mean, Bob, if you are, I, I mean, you look at it, it, what we've seen, I mean, are you confident that if Lamar goes down, that Huntley can come in and win games? Uh, based on what we have seen the last couple of years, I'm a little skeptical right. that that can happen. And I think they are, too. I think they are, too. And, and I know the shoulder got cleaned up in the offseason, but... It's a new coordinator. We get all that. But Josh Johnson. Now, there's a reason this guy's played for half the teams in the league, <laughs> including the Ravens twice. But he was dealing in the preseason. Oh, and yeah. against Tampa's, we talked about ones. it. Exactly. I mean, you had to be impressed that opening drive. I mean, it was it was like, bam, 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 complete, complete, complete touchdown. It was like, holy crap. That was, uh, and then it's like. Was that Tampa's once? You know, that's what I'm asking. Was it their once? That was like too easy. Vinny, and that was a hell of a drive. Vinny and Haiti, 105, seven of the Phantoms. We heard John Harbaugh is going to play out the next couple of days. And as soon as we find out, we'll share with you. You find out before we do, we'll listen to what you got to say about that one. Buy ourselves coming up next. Let's count some cash. Then Melissa Kim will get her thoughts on that 53-man roster. Where does Josh Johnson fit in? I'm sure he does in some capacity. But Tyler Huntley, what's going on with him and that hamstring? You know what I just thought, Bob? How about uh, putting Huntley on uh, the uh, short-term IR, four weeks? Could possibly happen. We'll talk to Melissa coming up here at the bottom of the hour. NFL lunch at 1 o'clock. American League East report at 1.15. What happened in the division last night? Orioles lose yesterday afternoon, of course, to Chicago. But other things took place, like Tampa gaining a game. We'll get into all of that. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwallowDome.com. I want your flex. Going to talk real and fantasy football with Mike. The NFL season starts a week from tonight. Kansas City, Detroit, a game you can hear on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan, here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in, Featured Artist Friday. We'll let you know who that is. Coming up in about an hour and a half or so. But right now, let's count that cash by yourself. Well, Bob, the uh, the Dow's down seven. The S&P's up seven. NASDAQ is up 49. DraftKings is up 79 cents, 30.46. Under Armour's up a nickel to 6.98. 6.98. Sounds like Kyle Gibson's ERA. Oh, go ahead, Norm. That's just good. Drop, to me drop that hammer, son. Let's start here in the NFL. The Bills. Pass rusher Von Miller going to miss the start of the season, at least the first four weeks. Uh, Landed on the PUP list, and I guess we shouldn't really be surprised here considering he tore his ACL uh, so late in the season last year. It was on Thanksgiving, as a matter of fact. Second time in his career he's dealt with an ACL injury, so he should know the rough timetable here. But Vinny, buy or sell... Von Miller will miss additional games beyond those first four weeks. I'll sell it. I, I think I think he'll be he'll be back at that time. I mean, when he played, they were much more dominant on defense. Because what did they say? Why did they go get him? They said we need a closer. And now they they don't have a closer, so they're still going to struggle without him. That's why they need him back. I think he'll be back. You know, for week five. And they traded Boogie Basham a couple of days ago, so maybe they're optimistic that he will be back in a timely fashion. Go over to baseball here. Josh Donaldson, he's out of New York after two disappointing seasons with the Yankees. Already 37 years old, if you can believe it or not. Uh, But not really close, not even close at all to his former MVP self that he once was. After leaving Toronto, seemed to be kind of destined for that journeyman hired gun role. Helped out a couple of contending teams, really good with Atlanta for a year, a couple good seasons with Minnesota, but then once he went to the Yankees, no good anymore. Uh, Buy or sell, Bob, Donaldson will not be playing for a contender in 2024. 2024? Can I... uh, uh... How about we say he won't be an integral part of a contending team? I mean, if, can he be like a role player kind of guy? I'll sell it, I guess. I mean, maybe a team will bring him on for some veteran presence. He'll get 300 at bats, that sort of thing. Does that count? I guess it just feels like he's kind of at a crossroads. Like, is he going to be the next, like, Adam Frazier, Rugnet Odor that signs with a team in between or yeah. a team that's not so good? Just to get him through. And he's been banged up the last couple of years, too. Right. Seems to rub his own teammates the wrong way from time to time. Uh, He'll wind up somewhere in 24, maybe, with a team with playoff hopes. But he won't be the guy. 
How's that sound? Go over to the Dolphins here. Defensive tackle Christian Wilkins been uh, staging a hold-in this summer as he seeks a contract extension. Currently set to play the 2023 season on his fifth-year option, but while that negotiation process has yet to result in anything, Miami went ahead and paid another one of his fellow D linemen, former Raven, Zach Seiler, got three years, $20 million guaranteed for him. Not bad for a former seventh-round pick. Uh, interesting timing, though. Again, while you're trying to get things done with Wilkins, off to the side, Seiler gets his deal done. Vinny, buy or sell. The Dolphins have signaled here that they're content moving on from Wilkins. I'll sell it. I just, a lot of times is, you know, the deal that was offered Siler, he's ready to take it. You know, so right player, right price. I mean, what's he getting, $7 million a year for to be a defensive lineman? Not even seven. So, and Wilkins wants a lot more than that. So, that contract takes a lot more time than Siler. I'm sure when they called Siler and said, you know, we'll give you $20 million for three. Okay, where do I sign? <laughs> Tell you that guy's carved out a nice little uh, practice squad for yeah. yourself there in Miami. He's flourished. Go over to the NBA. Steph Curry certainly cemented himself as the best three point shooter of all time. Well over 3,000 made threes and counting in his career. And while there's plenty of active players littered throughout the top 30 on that all time three point made list, one surprising name is on pace to actually challenge Steph Curry. Buddy Heald, believe it or not, since the 2017-2018 season. This is surprising. No one in the league, including Steph Curry, has made more three-pointers than Buddy Heald. With that in mind, at age 30, this season, another season at his current pace, he'll put himself in the top 15 all-time, Buddy Heald will. So buy or sell, Bob. Might not catch Curry, but Buddy Heald will surpass that 3,000 made threes mark. Oh, wow. He's 30 already? Yeah, that's a little hard to believe, too. Yeah, remember he helped Oklahoma get to the Final Four a couple years back? I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm guessing Steph Curry's made percentage is a lot greater than Heald's. Heald career uh, 402. Oh, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll buy it then. Now in Indiana, right, with the Pacers? Mm-hmm. Looking for the, well, he's not the the Robin to Halliburton's Batman, but yeah, why not? Keep hoisting him up. He's one of those shoot you in, shoot you out kind of guys. Let's see. And let's close here with uh, Jonathan Taylor. He kept hearing reports that many teams were interested or at least inquiring about the running back, but ultimately no trade came to fruition. Yesterday, though, an ESPN article came out identifying the Packers as one of those interested teams to what level remains unknown. We don't know what sort of compensation they uh, offered, but safe to assume it wasn't even close to a first rounder. That's why nothing happened. But it is interesting considering Green Bay has two starting caliber running backs already on their roster with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Where would Jonathan Taylor slot into that backfield? Vinny, are you buying or selling that the Packers were actually that seriously interested here? They might have been doing their due diligence, you know, or were they going to trade one of those running backs in the deal, possibly? But here's the the, the problem with Jonathan Taylor, twofold. Number one, you got to give up. They want a ton, draft pick-wise. And then worst case, 
then you got to deal with the agent after that, and he's probably going to want like $14 million a year. So you got to give up a ton and then pay a ton for a guy that was hurt last year. How about uh, Ballard saying it sucks for everybody involved? Well, sucks for Taylor. It sucks for the fans. sucks for the Colts. Yeah, Ursay's Ursay's taking over Dan's role. <laughs> With the meddling uh, yeah. owner. Yeah. Who was, was Ryan Wilson yesterday? Said when they announced that Jeff Saturday was going to be the new coach, Ballard looked like he was a guy that was like Stockholm <laughs> Syndrome. Video at 8105.7 The Fan. Melissa Kim's going to be joining us next. Talk Ravens with her 53-man roster, the way it's put together right now. What's going on? Well, they keep three quarterbacks on that active 53. We'll talk to Melissa about that NFL lunch coming up 1 o'clock. American League East report at 115. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Talk real and fantasy football. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. With him. NCAA. Get it all right here. 105.7 The Fan. Beat Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick the songs. We play them. It's for you, Jerry Coleman. Little Steely Dan. Big Steely Dan guy. You know how Wyman loves Springsteen? I think Coleman loves Steely Dan, Steely Dan like that. Of course, neither one of them can touch rat. I mean, what more do you want? And it's a lofty, uh, it's a lofty goal. <laughs> Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Ravens 53 is set for now. Practice squad, 16 dudes have been accumulated for now. And here to talk about all of that, a little more than a week away from the start of the season, September 10th, 10-point favorites against the Houston Texans, our colleague. Here on 105.7 The Fan, she covers the Ravens. Let's bring in Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. What's going on? Good afternoon. If you guys haven't gotten outside today, it's a beautiful day here in Baltimore. So everybody, get outside. Enjoy this weather today. We're going to try at 2 o'clock to do the best we can, Melissa. But let's talk about that Ravens uh, roster and, in particular, the quarterback situation. 
Lamar Jackson, there you go. Unquestioned starter, possible MVP candidate in 23. Josh Johnson played fabulously during the preseason, but Tyler Huntley was a pro bowler last year dealing with a hammy. Anthony Brown's back on the practice squad. So on September 10th against Houston, who's the backup quarterback going to be for Lamar Jackson? I think it's going to depend on whether Tyler Huntley is headed to the IR, how serious his injury is. But I did see him at practice yesterday um, on the side field, kind of doing some work, and he looked pretty good. He was out there with Mark Ant. So it's a good sign for both of those guys, I think. But, um, you know, I think that perhaps, um, excuse me, that Josh Johnson will either that or Josh Johnson will be the third quarterback on the roster if that's the case with that new rule. But, um, yeah, you know, I, obviously I don't imagine them having four quarterbacks on their roster. Obviously, it's me Brown on the P squad. But um, I, have, I have some high hopes for Tyler Huntley there, especially because of how he looked yesterday at practice. Yeah, Melissa, are we looking at like Urban Seymour and Josh Johnson replacing uh, Mitchell, Malik Cam, and Pepe Williams? I think that that would be a good educated guess for sure because Pepe, we haven't seen out um, at practice. Uh, Malik Cam, haven't seen him out either. Um, you know, none of their injuries, I believe, from what Coach Harbaugh said, nothing seems serious. Um, that's what he's telling us at least. So that would be the best way to look at it, I think. A lot of people have post, uh, tweeted about that um, as well. So I think that that would be the best-case scenario. Just because something's we're up with Keaton Mitchell because I don't think Gordon would have come back if Mitchell was going to be up and active. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you on that because um, Melvin Gordon was someone that I, you know, especially because he's a veteran, did not see him – um, coming back after he was cut. But the fact that he's here and on the P-Squad um, makes me think that something might be a little bit lingering, too, with Keaton Mitchell as well. I thought it was smart for Laquan Treadwell because I thought he's played pretty well for the Ravens, at least like the last three weeks. I, I've, I've been kind of impressed with what he's been able to do in his route running and things. And and they probably told him, hey, you come in here and, you know, you're seventh, but – there's there's going to be opportunities because none of, a lot of these guys hadn't stayed healthy for a whole year. Oh, for sure. And, like, health obviously is the biggest factor there. And Laquan Treadwell, I've spoken to him quite a bit over the last couple of weeks after preseason games um, in Tampa as well. And what I do really love about him is obviously he's a veteran. He has that experience, but also his attitude and his mindset, right? He, I've been asking him a million times, you know, this is such a competitive wide receiver room. How do you feel like you stack up against the competition? Where do you feel like you stand? Do you feel like you've done enough? And he's like, look, he's like, at the end of the day, the competition with myself. He's like, there's highs and lows to everything that goes on, whether it's on the field or off the field. But he's like, what I just try to do is continue to push myself to get better. And so even after, um, even after the Tampa game, he said, he's like, in my mind, like, I'm focused on week one. I'm just going to go watch film grade myself, be just as hard on myself as I have in the past. And so I really love his attitude. The perseverance and mental fortitude that he has, I think, is is top-notch. So I'm really happy to see him still um, with his organization. What are you hearing about um, Marlon Humphrey? Well, <laughs> uh, Cordell Woodland, our colleague here, he actually asked um, Coach Harbaugh about, uh, about Marlon's progress yesterday, and he said, do you think he'll be back in the first quarter of the season and he just said yes okay and that's pretty much it so um you know how that goes one word answers from coach harbaugh so we will 
expect to see him back in the first quarter of the season, of the regular season. So uh, that tells me that they're not putting him on short-term IR, is what that tells me. No, I don't think so. Melissa, how nervous are you about the pass rush? Because I'm extremely nervous. Well, we haven't seen much of Owe. We haven't seen any of uh, Jadavian. And I'm I'm sorry to say that at this point, David Ajabo needs to pick it up a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I have had high hopes for those two guys, even before Clowney came along, before they picked up Clowney, for Odafe and for um, Ojabo, just because of what I was hearing from them, what I was hearing from, you know, the guys on the team. Um, and... You know, let's just see what they bring week one. I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, they can be great and stellar in practice. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Coach Harbaugh says all the time, do practice is great and everything. But it depends on, obviously, if you can go out and perform on the field against another team during a game situation. So I still have I still have high hopes, high expectations for them, hopefully, in week one. And hopefully I will not be wrong when we talk again in a yep. week. I, I agree with you. Now, who do you think is going to start at corner? Against Houston? Um, you know, I would like to see a couple of guys in the rotation there. I don't know. I mean, I've liked uh, – Darby talked to us a little bit yesterday, um, and he said that he, you know, he's comfortable with Nickel, and he said that he doesn't seem so playing outside corner a whole lot. Um, Brandon Stevens, you know, they've moved back to outside corners. Well, he probably has, you know, in terms of experience, I would say – um, you know, uh, experience there. So I, I want to say a mix of guys, honestly, because I feel like we haven't necessarily seen um, what's going to be permanently there. So I want to see a rotation of guys, I think, in my opinion. Now, you know who's had a quietly a nice three preseason games and, you know, training camp? Jordan Stout. I mean, to me, he's been pretty the, – the biggest thing with him, to me, he's been consistent this year. Yeah, I think that, you know, you're too, obviously when you're being, you know, coached right next to, right by the guy that replaced you, Sam, or that you replaced Sam Cook, I think that that obviously has a lot of high standards involved there. Um, Jordan, I would, I, I think so as well. You know, I think that obviously coming off a rookie season, um, you know, you have those kinks and those adjustment periods that happen during that rookie year. But, um, yeah, no, I think you're right on that. He hasn't been talked about a whole lot. Um, but I think that he has performed quite well in this preseason, too. All the special teams guys have, I think. Would you be shocked if I told you, like, after the first three or four games that the leading sacker was either uh, Patrick Queen or Kyle Hamilton? Queen, no, definitely not. Kyle Hamilton, maybe just a little bit. Um, but, no, those guys, I think, both have, like, high hopes for themselves. This is high expectations. Um, I mean, I expect them both to have – very stellar seasons. Queen obviously playing for his contract and or for, you know, whatever may come for him in the future. And you can tell with him something he definitely has a little bit more fire under his um under himself this year. Um the coaches have all said that too. Like when he came back from this off season, you could tell in his eyes that it was different. And I talked to him uh quite a bit over the preseason as well and he says, you know, he knows what the stakes are. He knows that he has a lot of football ahead of him. And despite, you know, the team not picking up his fifth year option, he's here to show that he belongs and he is ready to show it out on the field. And Kyle Hamilton, I mean, seriously, one of the most cerebral 
players I've ever spoken to probably um, in a long time at least. And he is so smart and he has, you know, a year under him. And I know last year he did start off as hot as I think he expected. Maybe a lot of people expected, but he did learn from that. And I think that's the most important part. He did turn around the middle of the season and, you know, perform up to what he wanted to, I think, by the end of the year. And that, I think, is the most important part that he learned from those mistakes, learned from, you know, being a rookie and was really able to show that towards the end of towards the end of his uh, rookie season. Melissa Kim, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, taking you into the late afternoon. Melissa, before we let you roll, we're a week away from getting uh, predictions from all of our experts, which you certainly qualified to be. How are you handicapping the AFC North, you know, about 10 days away from the start of the year? This has been a topic of conversation among my friends uh, quite a bit in the last week or so. Um, and everybody that I've spoken to is putting the Bengals at the top of the AFC North and then the Ravens are right behind them. Um, and then, you know, Steelers, Browns, whatever after that. But for me, I think that obviously it's hard to go against experience in terms of the Bengals. Obviously, we don't really – I mean, we know that Joe Burrow is back out there um, and practicing. And, they, they, again, they have that postseason experience. But, I mean, I think it's hard to not take the Ravens in this sense at the top of the AFC North just because of all the pieces that they've put together, how, you know, stout this defense is expected to be. Um, But, yeah, especially with Lamar back, wide receiver room, um, Dobbins back and healthy, I think it's hard to not – I think it's hard to bet against the Ravens this season. Sounded like a homer pick to me there, Melissa Kim. We'll talk about <laughs> that next. Party. Party. <laughs> we'll talk about that next Thursday. Melissa, always great to talk to you. Thanks for the insight. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, guys. Yep, thanks. Melissa Kim, everybody. And we'll do our predictions here on Vinny and Haney next Thursday. Now, Nolan is off next week, but he's going to make sure we get all of that stuff because what we're going to do, we're going to do the record predictions. We're going to do the the rookie of the year. We're going to do the MVPs. We're going to do Super Bowl. You know, things that you do when it comes with predictions and, of course, picking each week game by game and all the fun stuff that goes along with it. Booze is usually what we play for here on the program, Mm -hmm. so why should we change? And then Q and I will make our little bet, which is basically who's going to have the better record, the Ravens or the Jets. And I might actually uh, sweat a little bit on this one, even though Ravens are going to be 1-0. They're going to be 0-1 after the first week of the season. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. your headphones in and ignore your co-workers 1057 the fan Vinny and Haney 1057 the fan here on this total request Thursday you pick the songs at 410-583-1057 we'll play them get your votes in for featured artist Friday breaking that one out in about an hour here on the program NFL lunch coming up at 1 American League East report at 115 Orioles are off tonight out in Arizona, taking on the Diamondbacks after taking two out of three 
from the White Sox. They lose yesterday, 10-5, up four zip. And then Kyle Gibson got uh, clobbered there, giving up three home runs. He finishes the month of August with an earned run average almost at 8, 789, as a matter of fact was the ERA, so you want to see him stabilize that a little bit more. 18-9 and nine were the Orioles, however, as we said, in the month of August. Anthony Santander heating up at the right time. So the Orioles still in a strong position, best record in the American League, but the Tampa Bay Rays, they just do not want to disappear, and we'll talk about that in about 20 minutes or so. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com, he'll be joining us talking about real and fantasy football and the other things going on in the sporting landscape. Now, Nolan, are you a big fantasy football guy, or are you more like me, a daily fantasy performer? Uh, no, I like the season-long commitment. I have a one family league, little $20, $25 buy-in. That's good enough for me. Right. Do you ever have success in this sort of uh, exercise? No. Terrible. I always finish. We have like a 12-team league. I always finish ninth or 10th, maybe 8th on a good season. No good here. Don't take my advice, that's for sure. Oh, okay. So who's your quarterback? <laughs> so it's a tricky league. We have a two-quarterback league, and it's a super flex. We're all out of whack over here. Two quarterbacks, uh, three flex spots, plus 12 teams. So rosters, or at least the waiver wire gets really thin. Like, you don't have a lot of good options. So my two quarterbacks this year were um, Tua and uh, Rams Goff, Jared Goff. Lions, you mean? Lions. That, uh, yeah, he was well, with the Rams. Man, no wonder you finished eighth. Yeah, yeah no, we're, we're, we're doing terrible. <laughs> Might as well have Roman Gabriel talking about ex-Rams quarterbacks there. But it's funny, and we'll talk to uh, Mike Harmon at 130. My cousin took B. John Robinson, oh. number one overall. Not bad. But who's Algier, the other running back? He had 1,000 yards for them last year. They're going to get Corderell Patterson back, and as Harmon said – not like this guy can't be a beast. I mean, how many touches are going to be there for him mm-hmm. during the course of the season? So, upside's tremendous. But what's it going to be like right out of the gate? There? I think he'll catch a lot of passes out of the back. They'll put them both in there, and he'll line up in the slot and some of those things, too. Now, we got NFL launch coming up here in a couple of minutes, but uh, Gil Brandt passed away. Longtime executive for the Dallas Cowboys, 91 years of age. Pro Football Hall of Famer. I mean, uh, put it this in perspective. He was in Dallas from 59 to 89. He went through Dandy Don Meredith. I mean, the inception of the the team and expansion team. Clinton Murchison was the owner. So he went through Dandy Don, Eddie LeBaron, Roger Stallback, the Danny White era. And then Dallas bottomed out there in the mid-80s to the point where when Jimmy Johnson or Jerry Jones bought the team, and one of the first things he did was fired Tom Landry and Gil Brandt. He kind of cleaned house, but mm-hmm. you talk about consistency and dynasties. And, you know, we look at the Steelers, the way they've been put together for the last 50 years, three head coaches. Dallas had one coach for the first 30 years of that franchise. Yeah. And Gil, Gil would, uh, Bob, he would like all the undrafted guys. He was big on the un- undrafted guys and they'd have a ton of them and have a million workouts and, they were they Gil was like a step ahead of everybody early on. So uh passes away at the age of uh, 91. Had a long illustrious career, got into the media field. Yep. Uh NFL afterwards. Uh, yeah, you know, he was doing a lot of the draft stuff and everything. And he was um 
I don't think he was ever like not wanted in Dallas. I, I, or maybe he and Jerry made up or something, but he was always around the Cowboys and things, sure. you know, last however many years. Well, when Jerry bought the team, he wanted to put his stamp on it. And, you know, he came in public enemy number one. I mean, you tell Tom yeah. Landry and Gil Brandt to hit the road like the first thing you do. Yeah. I mean, the backlash was uh, immediate, negative. And then but, they went 1-15. and 15. Yeah, but within, you know, the next year they fought for the playoffs. Aitman got hurt. Third year they made the playoffs. Fourth year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and when Jimmy was in there, Jimmy was, Jimmy was doing all the drafting. You know, he was the one selecting all the players. And then it has fallen off ever since. You know, I mean, it's gotten back better now because Stephen Jones is involved, and I think they kind of control Jerry a little bit more. Right. Because I think Jerry was, you know, I want that guy, this guy, you know, he was whatever, you know, kind of just like he just did, you know, going to get Trey Lance. Didn't right. tell anybody, you know, I'm going to get Trey Lance. Who'd you tell? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't seem to go over well with Dak Prescott, not necessarily – because he views Trey Lance as a threat to his job, but he thought Will Greer had done enough to earn that backup job, and they were friends, and all of a sudden Greer's gone, and Trey Lance, who couldn't even win the backup job in San Francisco, comes over for a fourth-round draft pick. And, and, I mean, Bob, if you're looking at it, yeah, if you're if you're the Cowboys, it's like, so. Uh, it'd be like, so. I mean, he couldn't even make, he couldn't even win the third job, Bob, in right. San Fran. You know, so I mean, I they're not worried. I just think that people are upset that he didn't tell anybody that that's big. I mean, bringing him in, you know, show me something. We'll come back NFL lunch here. More from John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. Also hear from Tylen Wallace, who made the team and he's been a standout special teams performer. Could he be an asset in the past game at some point here in 2023? 115-ish American League East report. Tell you what happened in the division last night. Of course, the Orioles lose as we've talked about throughout the course of the day, 10-5 to 5, to the Chicago White Sox. We'll get you up to date on the standings throughout Major League Baseball as well. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com is the website. I want your flexes, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 